Welcome to Dogma, the podcast. It's with me, Mike Graham. And me, Kevin O'Sullivan. It's about his dogs, about my dogs, about your dogs. We'll be doing it every week, occasionally with a celebrity guest. Welcome to another exciting edition of Dogma, the podcast about dogs uh, and about the dogs that we love and the dogs that we have loved. Uh, it's me, Mike Graham. It's my co- colleague at Talk Radio, Kevin O'Sullivan. I'm delighted to say we're joined by another colleague, the legendary Mr. James Whale. James, a very good uh, afternoon to you. And a very good afternoon to you two guys. Uh, now, please cut out the legendary because that's just another word for old. No, it's not. <laughs> it is not. Absolute rubbish. You are, you are, you know, one of the few people on talk radio, apart from myself, that I listen to, James. You know, I think I'll be bothered listening to anybody else. You know, I enjoy, it's also on at the right time of night for me to have a couple of glasses of wine. With it, but uh, but you, I hear you often talking about your two dogs. So tell us about them. Tell us when you got them and, and what they are. Okay, well, um, I have for the past 20, I've always had dogs ever since I was a kid. Um, and uh, then uh, I, I used to have long-haired German Shepherd dogs because they were so sweet and so good when I lived in the middle of nowhere in the countryside, right. which, incidentally, I still do, but um, not far from you, really, when I think about it. No. Um, I, uh, I, I got very ill about 20 years ago, and my wife then moved down to London, and we lived in, in a flat in Canary Wharf for quite some considerable time. Obviously, had to rehome the big dogs. Um, but uh, after a couple of years, and I was still going, I decided I wanted another, and she wanted more dogs. So we investigated what was the best kind of dog to have in an apartment. Mm. And uh, at the time, it was, a, it, was a, it was a breed that very few people had heard of called a Bichon Frise. Oh, yes. And I had a look at it, and because uh, I was worried it might be a poodle. Now, I can't have a poodle, really. Why, Why can't you have a poodle, James? It just doesn't go with the image. <laughs> it so, doesn't. <laughs> so uh, I found, I found a, uh, a breeder, because they were very rare at that time, um, in Manchester. Wow. And I remember we drove to Manchester to have a look at it, and, uh, and the more the breeders spoke, it, it was a lovely little dog called Frisbee, who actually lived for about 18 years. And, uh, and, and he was a very small version of a Bichon. I think he was the runt of the litter, actually. Mm. Uh, but we brought him home and just fell in love with this, this kind of dog. And I've had quite, quite a few over the... Well, I've never been without one. And then about four years ago, uh, we got a, we, we'd been to see um, uh, some people uh, about getting another dog. Uh, it was from the, uh, the, the same uh, rescue centre that I think Kevin has a lot to do with as well, called All Dogs Matter. Mm. Yes, yes. And, uh, and I got very friendly with them and they were great. So uh, we went off and we got Daisy May, who's sitting on me at the moment, and, um, well, I think she's doing her ablutions or mm. something like that. Anyway, um, <laughs> Daisy, what are you looking? Daisy. Oh, she, anyway. Um, so, uh, we got, we got, uh, Daisy May when she was about 10 weeks old and she was a real, and she still is, she's about four years old now. Uh, and then about two years ago, just over two years ago, I got a phone call from them and they said, do you think you could take on, uh, another one? I already had two at the time, by the way. And, um, and then, then I had one called Shaggy, uh, who was 
was fabulous, who only just sadly died last last year, but he was 15, 16. Right. Um, and they uh, said, so we've, we've had a dog that's fostered and um, it's not doing terribly well with the foster parents. They don't really seem to know what to do with it. They, were, they had this little Bichon on a choke chain and were trying to train it to, to walk to yeah. heel and all that, which I, I, I have to tell you, I'm a poor, I hate choke Yeah, chains. I'm not that, a fan um, of those. No, that Barbara Woodhouse has a lot to answer for, in my view. Yes. Well, it's uh, a bit, it seems to me, it's a sort of people that would send their children to public school and go to send them away, <laughs> send them away to boarding school. It's like, why, we have, why have you got children if you want to send them away? And why would you get a dog if you want to choke yeah. it? You know. I quite like the more. idea of Couldn't choke chains for children. That's, that's a, that would, that would um, work, yeah. I think, I think, Kevin, you probably shouldn't really say that on the air at the <laughs> oh, moment. Okay. Otherwise, you might get people knocking <laughs> okay. on the door. I, I rescind right? that. I, I take that back. I take that back. I apologise. <laughs> but I do, I do understand what you mean. Anyway, to cut very long story short, so uh, uh, the other the dog is Lulu, who, uh, who I got a few years ago, um, who she, the reason she'd been found with a bit of rope round her neck, mm. wandering the streets of London. Right. And she must have, she was sort of black, what I, and, and I had to have lots of her teeth removed. She's only about four or five years old now. Right. Um, and she's, she's kind of a fascinating dog because she's sort of very self, uh, not self-centered, but, you know, she's single-minded. And so she'll go out and ex- she'll explore everything. I had to get her back from the pub. I had to get her back <laughs> down the road. Um, so in the end, I ended up spending hundreds and hundreds of pounds on getting my garden properly fenced. Right. That's funny because uh, we were just talking last week about the fact that in, in America particularly, there's no fences anywhere. Um, and, and, any, and any kind of dog breeder or dog uh, you know, owner... It's you know it's, it really struggles because you can't just put them out in the garden because they then will just wander off. Yeah. But if they're what if they're those dogs, the type of dogs that likes to get out, which is like my dog Chaz, uh, you know, is just desperate to get out of everything. You, yeah. Whatever you do with the fences, uh, find you think a way. you've made it foolproof. They will find a way out. They just will. So yeah. in the end, uh, there's not much you can do about the escaping type of dog except live with them. Well. I agree, but I had uh, a lot to think about this because I didn't want... Obviously, Lulu was used to just wandering off and getting lost, and then she gets very upset about it. I wonder where she is, and I think she was obviously lost by whoever had her originally, and nobody found her, and there she was, wandering around the streets with a bit of rope. Somebody must have got her and tied her up, Mm. um, which has damaged her larynx, but, you know, she's she's fine now. She's got a good life now, and she's sort of... um, has fun here, but I had in the end I had to have it fenced so you, she can't get out. Right. Okay. I got, so you got, got three. You have wire. three dogs. J- three dogs. Yes, James. Um. Yeah. Sadly, I've only got two at the moment. Oh, okay. I'm on my own. Whether I could cope with another one. Yeah. Do All right. Do you I, find? I do have a low, sorry. Do you find when you got two dogs that we, we accidentally ended up with two dogs uh, a few years ago? Um, and had to have two dogs, which was fun. But I found that they 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 formed a sort of little pack, and they they, they yeah. sort of used to bully us around. <laughs> they were in charge, you know, and they would uh, you know make us go out for walks and make us feed them, and uh, so they kind of form a kind of canine pressure group. Um, yeah, but I think because you let them, 
but yeah, no, definitely yes. need to rule me. I mean, ever since we've been on our own, they definitely rule me, and they like to have play fights and things like that. But they are inseparable. Um, and lucky, lucky enough, I've got a big garden, and I only have to mention the word CAT, <laughs> uh, which I won't do now. No, because one of Daisy May is now sitting on the arm of the um, sofa, trying to see if anything's happening else. Right. And is one of and them is one of them more dominant than the other one? Yeah, Daisy May is the smallest one, and she's the most dominant. Right. So, James, as someone who's had dogs all your life, uh, can we all try to explain what it is that uh, is so attractive to us about having a dog? What do they bring to your life? Well, basically, they bring unconditional love. That's uh, yes. you know, dogs can be treated appallingly, and I would actually string up people who did that. Yeah. Um, but we'll still still come back and wag their tail and and want to be with you. Um, and uh, you know, I don't. There are lots of people who have dogs who think they're not being cruel. Uh, for instance, unless you know, unless they they know what they're doing, people who go and buy a dog because it's fashionable. Mm. That's how these kind of breeds became fashionable. When I got one, I'd never even heard of them before. But now, unfortunately, you get so-called celebrities willing to see walking around with little dogs. Yes. And it annoys me intensely. Mm. Um, and then people buy them and say, I just want to get my children used to dogs and then we'll probably get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, we went to a breeder, actually, to, when we went to get our Labrador um, for no particular reason. I didn't really know that much about buying dogs. I'd only ever had one mm. dog before. Um and she was brilliant. She's one of these um, professional breeders, and, and Ziggy, my dog's a Labrador. His brothers go into Crufts and all that kind of thing. But she's also been on Channel 4, and she's a kind of a sort of celeb dog person. But she vets the people that want to get dogs from her. And she basically sometimes quite often told us, she said, she, she said if a family turns up and the kids are too hyper or the parents seem a bit too strict, we don't give them a dog. Somebody once came, she said, to ask if she could get a dog that would match her sofa. And she was but like, this, this, sent this her straight it, out the door. This is it, mate. This is this is. Uh, pe people are so uh, ignorant about dogs. These are these are sort of uh, living, breathing beings. Yeah. You've got to be nice yeah. to them. And uh, so, get to what you were mentioning earlier, James. All dogs matter, which is a rehoming service for dogs uh, that have been Brilliant rescued, or found, or lost. Yeah, it is. Next, uh, but next, Ira, who time. runs the org, she yeah. she said she said check this out, James. She said that. Ever since the lockdown, people have been phoning uh, off the, the phoning the phone that the, the uh, all dogs by the ring phone ringing off the hook saying, "Can we have a dog for the lockdown?" Jesus, uh, uh, give it back to you after the uh, lockdown. <laughs> it's uh, just ridiculous, Daisy May, isn't it? Daisy May watches the television, and there, hello, Daisy May. Uh, there's just been a dog on the commercial. She <laughs> um, the other thing, the other thing I can't say. Well, actually, before I say that. Uh, next time Mr. Graham wants a dog, we must get him to go to uh, All yeah. Dogs Matter and get him to talk to Ira. You're assuming, totally. yeah, funnily enough, I had Ira on the show not long ago because we were talking about something else. But, I mean, you're assuming, first of all, that I have any say in, in the things that all get organised around my life. It's not always the case, I'm afraid. Well, you should have some kind of say because there are well, so I many should. dogs That's that what I say. need a, Yeah, so many dogs that need a, a proper yeah. family. Yes. Uh, that we need to, to help these for. And the other thing is, you guys, you guys may disagree with me because I know you sort of live in town and are very sort of smart and house proud. But um, <laughs> up, to, up to a yeah. point, obsessed. 
<laughs> and, and, you know, I, um, well, I was going to tell you something. Oh, this is a podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, okay. that's right. So I have, a, I, as you know, my wife died a few years ago. Yeah. And I have a, a new lady friend now. Mm. And she has, funnily enough, she has exactly the same dog, and I never knew that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. But, but the interesting thing is, um, my dogs have the run of the house. I cannot stand people, well, it's a bit wrong in case one of you guys knows, um, whose dogs are, are left and only allowed in the kitchen. Yes. I cannot see the point of having a dog, and it, A, has to sleep away from Dogs are pack animals. They yeah. want to sleep with the rest of the pack. Yeah, and my my dog, and this can be in in intimate moments. This can be quite embarrassing. My dogs <laughs> sleep on my bed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I know that thing. <laughs> and if I if I was to go to bed on my own or not, they have to come too. Mm. They must they're, have seen they're some, our friends. They must they're, have seen some friends, pretty. They? they must have seen some pretty horrible things, James. <laughs> I mean, imagine, not go imagine there. the trauma. <laughs> <laughs> right, they, I'm going to call get, the RSPCA. I think yeah. they get bored after a while and bugger off them. But if you were to, if you just shut them out, yes. they were just sitting out. They just sitting out. Uh, yeah. Well, I was telling yeah, well, Kevin. I, I told Kevin on a previous podcast when we went on. We decided one year we we wanted the dogs to come on holiday with us. So instead of going abroad, we went down to somewhere in Devon, rented yeah. this uh, very nice little country cottage which was on the grounds of some estate owned by Lord and Lady Muck. Lady Muck came over and sort of pointed to the outside um, sort of place where you'd leave your Wellington boots, you know, which yeah. was quite big, and said, this is where the dog will sleep. And we were, just looked at it and went, oh, yeah, OK, then, if you say so. As soon, <laughs> as, she, as, soon as she left, you know, Ziggy, into the kitchen now, you know. And so he came. Because, I mean, he sits with us, he sits under the table, he hopes for something to fall from the table because he'll immediately eat it. You know, he yeah. sleeps with, with either one of the kids or with us. I mean, you know, he does what he likes. Yeah, yeah. And that's, well, the, mine, way you, that's the way you want it. Yeah, mine exactly the same. But, uh, you know, we were never able to go away on holiday when Melinda right. was uh, alive, unless it was to a hotel that would take dogs. And uh, eventually we bought a little house in northern France where we went and spent most weekends for a long time. Okay. And then, you know, the plan was we were going to go and live there and retire there at some stage. Right. Uh, that all went wrong, and our, those houses have been sold now. But we used to uh, we used to take the dogs every every few weeks. Uh, I used to on uh, a radio station. I used to do six weeks on, and then take a couple of weeks off. Um, and they had the most travel passports of any animal I know. But it was so <laughs> it, it's so easy. Yeah. If you I was going to say, don't they make you put them in the hold or something though? No, I was always we drive down to the house. It's only about. Uh, I don't live far from from the tunnel, right. I suppose. We think about half an hour, and we drive onto the train, drive oh, okay. off at the other end, drive down to our, our house. It's easier to go there than go down to Cornwall or Devon. Well, it's actually quicker, isn't it, from where you are? Because yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the same. I mean, I detest actually going anywhere near the West Country now because it takes so bloody long to get there. Well, no, you, you're nearly a day's drive, isn't it? Yeah. And but I mean, we're like the... you. Know, I mean, we used to pop over to, to to Calais quite a lot before we had the dog, and now we don't do it quite so much because it's a bit more of a rigmarole now. Well, you want to get the passports for them, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then where I used to stay was a place called Deauville. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know Deauville. I know where that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, it's beautiful, lovely beach. Nice, lovely place. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and that, that's you know not only. 
that you can take your dogs into a restaurant, you can be sitting in a bar. You, we're not as dog friendly as many, many other countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, Fra- was- France, they, France, they let you take your dog anywhere. I mean, a, go back to that point you were making about where you let your we let our dogs go. Well, my dogs, I mean, I may not be the most perfect dog owner, but they've always been allowed to go anywhere. Uh, and the reason for that is I don't re- regard them uh, as inferior beings. They're my friends. No, I, don't. I don't. I don't tell tell my friends you can't go in that room. You can't go there. So I don't do that to my dogs either. Mm. No. No, no, it wouldn't be and right. It, I mean, we went down when, on that same trip. We were down in Devon, and we went to—I can't remember where it was—one of the big beaches, like Babacoon or something like that. And it was like supposed to be a dog-friendly beach, but it turned out to be privately owned. This beach, right? It was huge, but you weren't allowed to take the dog off the lead. And I'm like, it's a yeah. beach. What's wrong with you? Yeah. He wants to run in the water. What do you think? I'm going to walk with him, and so we just went all the way down to the end and let him off the lead because you know, I mean, you know, the, ridiculous. Yeah, the stupid problem about that is. They say, oh, we, were, we don't want the dog fouling on the beach. Well, no, nowadays, luckily, you can pick it up. I think well, you hardly ever see any dog muck in the street, no. which is great. And you hardly ever see any stray dogs, which is good, too. Yeah, that's but true, actually. When the tide comes in, it cleans the beach. Right. And considering everything else probably ends up, or a lot of it ends up in the sea, too. Yeah. I don't know what they're moaning about. No, I know. It just doesn't make any sense. And it's weird that this country, which is meant to be full of people that love dogs, is not particularly dog-friendly. No, I don't think... I think we have a lot of people who are misguided um, who don't realise if you're going to get a dog in your life, they're your mates. They are yes, not exactly. some sort of... What are you looking at me like that for now, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, and... and, and your life will change. Listen, if you enjoyed weekends away and going out and everything else, um, and people will say, oh, yes, well, you mustn't let your dog get imprinted on you. Right. Well, it's not a question of getting imprinted on you. They love you um, because they're animals that just love. Mm. Although, interestingly enough, some people might come into the house or meet in the street and they don't like them at all. Right. Yeah, well, I always have to talk to Ziggy when we're out because he'll, he'll, he, he, he had a bit of a habit when he was younger of, of, of occasionally knocking people over because he was so big. <laughs> and he'd sort of run, into, he'd run up to them and stop, but not quite yeah. stop in time, you know. And so we'd have to be a bit careful about that. But now he's very gentle and he just goes up to people. But he still goes up to them. And I always say to him, look, yeah. not everybody likes dogs. You know, you don't have to go up to yeah. absolutely everybody. But all he's looking for is some food or a pat yeah. on, the, on the pat on the head, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all that's all they, they want, really. And, you know, there are a lot of people who just don't like animals and treat them appallingly. That's right. And by yeah. the way, there are no laws in this country that say you can't take a dog in a restaurant. They're imposed by the restaurants. You can't take a dog into the kitchen, hmm. uh, which is understandable. But uh, I've got a little restaurant in Harrogate run by my family. Hmm. And uh, they have a section, and lots of people are doing this. They have a section in the restaurant where you can sit with your dog. Oh, that's nice. It's a good idea. You know, so, you can't. What you can't do, and what people don't realise, you're working eight hours a day, or you're even away from home for sort of nine or ten. You can't have a dog. They can't be left no. that long. No, I used to live next door to somebody who who left their dog. They went out to work in the morning, and they'd come home sort of after school time, and the dog was in the house on his own the whole day, barking. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah. You know, and even if you have a couple of dogs. You can't really leave them on their own. No. I mean, that's no, just appalling. They, they really well, don't like it, and they get very anxious. Yeah. 
people people don't understand dogs in this country as much. And you talk about vetting. You see, if you get a dog from All Dogs Matter, mm. it'll be like going through an adoption process for a child. Right. As it should be. Well, I quite agree. Yeah. Didn't yours well, they do, as you said, All as, Dogs Matter? Yeah. As you said Kevin? earlier, Mike. So, sorry, James? I said, did your your dog came from All Dogs Matter? Uh, no, it didn't actually. It was a different. It was a different rescue service. Um, oh, right. uh, I I got to Chaz was um, due to be for my mother because my my, my dad died uh, and she'd been married to him for sixty three years, and so yeah. she was on her own. So uh, I, she wanted to get a. She's a great dog lover, and her, her dog had died only two months later, so she was going through a bad time. Uh, so yeah. she loves cocker spaniels. So we looked around to get one. We got this rescued cocker spaniel, uh, gave it to uh, my mother. He ran around the house like a lunatic for about two hours. And my mother said, I'm 85, dear. I don't think I can look after this dog. <laughs> and so so I've st- I'm still stuck with Chaz now, five years on. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't be without a dog. Actually, in London, talk about all dogs. It's not a hugely well-known uh, dog rescue, but they hold events in uh, in in Hampstead Park quite often. Hampstead Heath, yeah, yeah. and uh, I must admit, since Melinda died, I haven't really been, but I'm going to start going mm. back. And often, just to, to to drop names to get people to go, Ricky Gervais turns up, doesn't he, and various other people. Yes, I don't think you and I would be a big draw. That's all. No, you, you, you can bring your star power to the events. Exactly uh, right. Exactly right. Of course, you'll also end up probably leaving with about three other dogs, won't you? You'll end up got, with a I, menagerie. I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. And this is a sort of a bad thing to admit, but uh, you do get roped into sort of being judges for these dog competitions. So they have all these various... <laughs> yeah. I mean, and you go, oh, of course I'll, yeah, I'll be very happy to do that. Celebrity judge. And then you're stuck there for about five hours. <laughs> these con- these competitions take ages. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't we do... We did that together one year, I think. Yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, you, yeah. me and Peter Egan, I seem to remember. Yeah. Oh, He's excellent. a lovely man. Yeah, He's we, a great he, was on, he was on with us a couple of weeks ago on, uh, on, on the old dog, dog cast. But listen, James, it's yeah. been delightful talking to you. Um, we must uh, we must do this more often. Well, that would be nice. Let's yeah. all take our dogs out on Hampstead. Good idea. Day, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's a good idea. Excellent plan. All right, James. Well, listen. Have a great uh, have a great day, and uh, we'll see all you right. soon. We'll be back next week with some more dog stories, shaggy dog stories and just general dog stories. But uh, if you've got any questions for us, or we've got a new Twitter account that you can post the questions on. Kevin, tell them what it is. At Dogma the Podcast. <laughs>